on Audio, the podcast for writers and all who are interested in books, literature and the printed word. Write on Audio is the weekly companion podcast of Write On Magazine and the Write On suite of publications from pen to print. Subscribe by searching pen to print in your favourite podcast app to have new editions delivered to you each week. This is a Write On Audio showcase. Our February showcase is selected and introduced by Nima Bareba. With a 20-year career in operational and strategic human resources, becoming a fellow of the Chartered Institute of Personnel and Development, Nima is now exploring the world of creative writing and working on her first book. Here's Nima to introduce her showcase. Hiya, I'm Naima Bahreba and I'm delighted to be sharing these wonderful pieces drawn from my February showcases for you to enjoy. In my day job, I'm a HR professional and over the last few years, I've been wielding my pen as well. My first chosen piece is a poem by Alex Maybury. Day after day highlights the power of a loving motivational voice we trust to get us through the most difficult of challenges so that we can start again the following day. Day after day. From earphone to heart, in words soft yet bold, coated in gravel, her voice got me over the threshold. Day after day, one foot in front of the other, babe. Day after day, of an autumn spent alone, truly alone. Elder trees being rapidly stripped of their leaves becoming as exposed as I, by changing winds, sympathised. Stoically, they reassuringly stared with puffed-out chests and hearts bared, approving of my attempts to navigate paths they had mastered. One foot in front of the other, babe. Each shaky stride towards taking stock, each ever more confident step towards awareness, each grateful glide towards healing, each tear-filled limp towards forgiveness. My love, keep on running, she and they whispered, assuring that getting through today was all that was required of my growing until acceptance was found in the knowing that tomorrow would be better. The second piece I have chosen is an emotion-infused, beautifully written poetic short story by Zara Routhman. Schoolgirl Crush speaks of vulnerability to the experience of unrequited feelings and the transformation that takes place when we contemplate this begin to move forward with our lives within the confines of a whole new reality. She comes to me every day after school. We meet at the end of the path at 3.30pm. I wait for her for 40 minutes because she finishes later than I do. I look for her in the sea of other girls, waiting for her smile and her little run to me. I feel the butterflies swarm in my stomach when I spot her. I ignore them because she's my best friend and nothing more 
she gives her other friends a wave goodbye before embracing me in a hug. One of those hugs that is bone-crushing but welcomed. We walk together into town as we always do, chatting about our days, laughing, holding hands. She talks about boys all of the time. I talk about her all of the time. Liking boys turns into boyfriends. They then meet her after school too, but never at the end of the path at 3.30 after waiting 40 minutes. That's just for me. She always gets the boyfriend to bring one of his friends along for me. We went on double dates. I never cared for them. The boyfriends would never really last long. She would get bored. (laughs) I loved the time she would get bored. It meant I didn't have to share for a while. She loved me more than she loved them. Or they broke her heart. I didn't love those times. I would get defensive because I wanted her heart to belong to me. She likes a lot of boys. I'm not a boy. The process would repeat a lot, but that was okay because she still came to me at the end of the path at 3.30pm. She still cuddles me, holds my hand, defends me to the death, kisses my cheek. Those for us. She is my best friend and nothing more because I love her and I know that she loves me. I try not to read into it. I continue to ignore the butterflies every time I see her face. I pretend to like the boys she brings along to double dates. I wipe her tears after every heartbreak. She looks into a new boy's eyes. I pretend I wish she wasn't looking into mine. She wants this new boy to kiss her. I want her to kiss me. I don't know why I feel the way I do. I continued to meet her at the end of the path at 3.30pm, waiting for 40 minutes. Only one day, she doesn't show up. She left with the new boyfriend that she wanted to kiss her, forgetting about me and my heart. She grows angry at me for not liking her new boyfriend. I grow angry at myself for loving what could never be mine. I could never be angry at her. She pulls away from me and into him. The bone-crushing hugs and hand-holding turns into a brief wave in my direction. The chatting and laughing turns into a text every now and then. The butterflies in my stomach turn to jealousy in my chest. I don't ignore it because she is my best friend and we felt like something more. She has a lot of schoolgirl crushes and I only have one. We no longer meet at the end of the path at 3.30pm, so I keep walking, scarred from being a girl who loved a girl, while she continues to be a girl who loves a boy. Next, we have a poem by Michael Gold. The planet is burning, serves as a powerful reminder of our climate emergency and the impact of not taking action. A heavy mix for a quick fix to reverse the worst of the curse. Planets overheating, animals bleating, land retreating, ice melting, rivers overflowing, food not growing. No one knowing where we are going and how long can we prolong life on earth. 
Can the planet survive and still remain alive? There's also a reality and a practicality that we cannot arrange to reverse climate change. All we can do is try to go slow and speed and heed the scientists. We are perplexed and vexed what to do next, for there is no text that we can follow or lies left to swallow. The truth is frightening, being struck by lightning, as we suddenly realise that the world we idolise could soon change forever, unless we endeavour to finally sever our links with capitalism, which like feudalism is an abuse that's outlived its use. The choice is not just for us, so we should make a fuss. It's about future generations, including our relations. The problem is capitalism, and we need radicalism to find the solution for a peaceful revolution to end the anxiety of our throwaway society. And lastly, a piece by me, enjoying the natural world during winter. Despite the firm grip that winter has on us in the Northern Hemisphere at the moment, I enjoy incorporating a little bit of nature into my day-to-day activities because I find it quite restorative and inspirational. On my walks, I'm beginning to see the stirrings of new life emerging from some of the flower bulbs waking up from their sleep. I enjoy sipping a warm cup of herbal tea from my flask as I take a break from my walk to enjoy the beautiful bird songs and as a bonus, I might get to spot a blackbird or two. At home, weather permitting, the cold, clear winter nights offer the best opportunity to catch a planet or two through my telescope. Throughout February 2024, the gas giant Jupiter is visible in the evenings, whilst the planet Venus shines brightly as the morning star before sunrise. I'm especially looking forward to seeing Venus on the 7th of February, because the planet will be snuggled up to a waning crescent moon. This pairing always looks lovely. The February new moon will take place on the 9th at about 11pm GMT, but will be visible as a waning crescent from the 11th and the 12th. More and more of the moon will be illuminated as the month progresses until the 24th of February where the moon will reach its fullness. This year's February full moon will be what's known as a micromoon. This is because it is taking place whilst the moon is farthest away in orbit and therefore will appear to be small in size. Regardless of how small or big the full moon will be this month, I am sure I will enjoy it as I always do, and I'll try to catch some moonshine, providing it's not hiding behind the clouds. Thank you to Nima Bareba for selecting and presenting this showcase. We'll have more about the pieces featured in the showcase and a bit more about Nima in our show notes. We're always delighted to read your contributions. So if you'd like to see your words in Write On or hear them on this podcast, please get in touch. We'll share this link and all others mentioned in today's podcast as part of our show notes. I've been Tiffany Clare and you've been listening to Write On Audio. Write On Audio is produced by Chris Gregory and it's an alternative stories production for pen to print. This podcast is supported using public funding by Arts Council England.